In today's show, it's time for a mock draft. This time on ESPN, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We are venturing over to ESPN for today's mock draft. Thank you, of course, for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. ESPN mock draft. I hate the ESPN platform. They do their rankings completely weird. Um, the platform's terrible. It doesn't sync up very well at all with our Basketball Monster Draft Tracker because they just won't provide the information to us, which is frustrating. And now I've found out that when you set up a mock draft and you get all the managers in, you know, the draft room opens an hour before the draft. You can't actually add a manager to a team or remove someone who can't show up. So we are going to have at least one person auto-picking in this draft because ESPN's system is absolutely dreadful. I'll throw in the fact that you can't actually draft between, I think, 3 p.m. and 11 p.m. Australian time either. They just block out whole times where you can't draft. Uh, is there someone at ESPN sitting behind a computer manually putting players on a team? They can't run that, or they have to cut their power bill overnight so that, to save money. Anyway, I don't know what the hell's going on. We're talking ESPN. Points League standard on ESPN, their, their standard points system, which is different to Yahoo. That's the only reason I am doing an ESPN uh, mock draft because people play over there and their standard points system is different. Um, so we're going to do that mock draft today. And as always with these mock drafts, let's, uh, let's talk about what we need to talk about to begin with. And if you are looking for somewhere to host a draft for fantasy basketball, maybe Sleeper is an option. Maybe Sleeper is better than ESPN. I don't know. If you're looking for a system that is points only, and has their exclusive game pick format. Sleeper is the one for you. Game pick means that you just pick one game per week for each player, which is great for casual and beginner fantasy basketball players, people coming across from fantasy football as well. So if you're looking to start a league at work with your school friends, with your family, uh, Sleeper might be the option for you. So go and download Sleeper, start a league. Look at how nice their draft room is. How Look at uh, look at how good the interface is. The chat function's fantastic. There's dynasty formats. You've got third round reversal in drafts. Everything looks really, really smooth and drafts really well. And if you're into points leagues, with that game pick format, Sleeper might be the option for you. So go download it and start yourself a league today. This might be familiar to you. You've got one device to watch live sports. You've got another device where you watch your favorite shows. You watch your highlights on your phone, and then you go get your neighbors, friends, cousins, mothers, ex-husbands, sons, daughters, um, log in for the other stuff. Well, that's a hassle. Obviously, me just saying that sentence was a hassle. Getting everything together is tough, and it's I've got a simple way for you to get all that entertainment you love together in one place. It is called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Of course, 
to get the energy up to deal with ESPN and also to uh, to mock draft, I need a built bar. Built Bar are the best tasting protein bars ever. They come in amazing, delicious flavors. We actually had an email from Built Bar yesterday saying Apple Almond Crisp is back, so you can get amongst that. But there's also raspberry and orange and mint brownie and salted caramel and German chocolate. And there's just multiple flavors. A cherry lime flavor they've got new as well over there. So these are delicious, but they're also good for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories per bar, 45 grams of sugar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. And you can do it now and save 15%. So go to built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, and you can save 15% off a box or boxes of the best tasting protein bars ever. Built.com, promo code LOCKED15. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. All right, so now we can get through this draft. I was going to say without frustration, but it's going to be frustration because I'm dealing with ESPN, but without uh, interrupting the flow of how this draft goes. So let's get into the draft room and see how it all looks. All right, so... We're getting ready to go into the draft room here. For some reason, everyone who decided to sign up for the mock draft didn't show up. So I had to restart the mock draft. So we're in a different spot. I am picking at number one. Let's go into the room now. Hopefully we get a full turnout. It looks like we've got everybody there in the draft room. Now, as you'll see on this screen, when I go to do things, because of the weird way that ESPN refuses to let basketball wants to link up, um, I'll have to do some different things to work the draft track. It's not a big deal, but you'll see it appear on the screen when I do it. All right, so I'm picking at number one. I am going to... I'm going to take Jim Harden at number one. I know that the consensus is Big Chungus and Nikola Jokic, but with it looks like Kyrie's going to miss 40-plus games, I think Harden's going to be great. Yeah, he, he, I'll, I'll take him number one. Um, there's no guarantee that Jokic fin- finishes... I don't know if <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he finishes at number one this season. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee Harden does either. I'm just going to mix things up and just... Throw it out there just to say that don't discount James Harden from being an option at the top of a draft. I wouldn't do it probably in a category league. And probably if this wasn't a mock draft, I'd probably go a little bit safer with Jokic. But Harden could easily finish at number one. And actually on my projections, he comes out marginally ahead of um, Jokic on a per game basis for an ESPN points league. So I'm just going to trust that projection, understanding there's some variability with it and go with it from there. Again, probably 90 times out of 100, or I could have just said nine times out of 10, I would just take Jokic here. But I, I'm wanting to illustrate that point that I think Harden can't be discounted from being that uh, being that option there. All right, so we're 24 seconds away from this um, starting. Oh, mate, do I, now I'm panicking. Do I just go back and, and do Jokic? Nah, let's do Harden. Let's just mix it up a bit. I need to bring his ADP up on ESPN. It's number six. It needs to be higher than that. So we are getting ready. Better turn off the sound. I don't want that ESPN guy saying, you are on the clock. All right. I am on the clock. Let's take James Harden. Thank you. And let's see what happens now. Uh, Jokic going at number two. So in order to... I'm not going to show you the Basketball Monster Draft Tracker on this screen because, again, this isn't just for members. But what you need to do if you are playing Basketball Monster, you've got to go to this Pick History tab here. You just push Control-A, Control-C. Then we'll go back over here to Players. All right, then I go into the Draft Tracker and I just paste it in and import it and that will load everything up for us. So it, 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 isn't, it isn't ideal, obviously, but it uh, it works. So after Jokic at two, Doncic at three, Yanni at four, and Steph Curry at number five. I think that works pretty well for me. 
I think, yeah, that makes that makes a bit of sense. Um, I would have yeah, Towns and Lillard and Beal coming up next. Yeah, Beal is at pick six. He works well in a points league. But the risk you have there is it maybe maybe cities, Los Angeles, New York, start to decide that visiting unvaccinated players can't play as well. And you know, when you're heading to New York, that's games against Brooklyn and against the Knicks. That's four or five you're missing there. It's 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 an it's a lot. So Beal goes at six, Towns goes at seven, Tatum goes at eight. Nothing really off with that. I think Zion would be in the mix here if he wasn't dealing with a broken foot. Yeah, Lillard and Durant need to start coming off the board. Um, Jacob is asking if this is going to be on YouTube. Yes, it is, unless something weird goes on and my recordings don't work, but it looks like it's going all right. So we've got Tatum at eight, um, Durant at nine. I've got, um, let's, let's just update. Yeah, That's all it takes to get the information there uh, in onto Basketball Monster. Lillard goes at number, or Durant at nine, Embiid at 10, Lillard at 11, and Paul George at 12. That'll do the first round there. Um, I think LeBron and Anthony Davis should be going pretty soon. Darren Fox absolutely is a guy we look at here. I think that's too high for um, Nikola Vucevic. It's Vucevic. Vucevic. So after Embiid goes Lillard, George, Vucevic, and then Zion. I think that's probably too too high. I don't know how this is looking on the screen. Can we actually see who's getting drafted here? No, it's not even showing who's getting drafted. It's such a shit setup. Fuck. I'm going to move the screen across so you can actually see the draft picks. How about that? And then we'll move my photo around. My photo, my my um, screen so you can see what's going on because it is... A shit setup. All right, now we can see. So Paul George at 12, Vooch at 13, Zion 14, Anthony Davis, Fred Van Vliet, DeMontis Sabonis. I am quite worried about Sabonis and how, how Rick Carlisle is going to use him. Um, hasn't looked great in preseason. I think Carlisle's going to slow it down. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about how that's going to work. I'm going to be targeting De'Aaron Fox, I think, when it gets to my um, pick, wherever Fox is on this list. Is he low? Jeez, he must be low. Unless he... Oh, no, he's right at the top. What am I talking about? All right, he goes into my queue as top there. Uh, Team Vale on the clock here, really just having a real think about what he is doing. Um, vale just winding the clock down. He's going Trey or Fox. Well, to me, it's Fox, mate, but you can't hear me saying that. So just make your pick. He takes Trey Young. That's better for me. There's no way Fox is coming back to me at 24. Though. I would love it if he did, but it just doesn't appear that that is going to have any chance of happening. Dip. All right, mate. So this guy's just taking the piss. You realize that I know who you jump in the drafts and if you want me to assist you during the year and you're going to take the piss during my mock drafts, well, I'm just not going to help you. Simple as that. Uh, Darren Fox goes next. That really pisses me off. Like, it just shits me and maybe I'm just overreacting, but like, just don't be a dickhead. LeBron James goes next at number 21. Then we're three picks away from mine. Um, after LeBron goes LaMelo Ball at number 22. Now we're getting really close to my pick. Now it is my pick. Donovan Mitchell goes next. So I'm just going to import this over onto my draft tracker, see how it looks, see who the top remaining player is on my board before I make my selection. I think it's going to be Jimmy Butler. Um, and I think that's who I'm going to end up taking here. But 
I got two picks back to back. So I'm going to take a big man. I reckon I'm going to take. Let's just go with Butler. That's one of those picks for me, and I think I might take Bam out of Bio as my next guy. All right, just getting a center there. So that's a 24 and 25, Butler and Adebayo goes. All right, so Morgan Stern up at pick number 26. I'm on the clock in another 22 picks. As you can see, the chat is me chastising people over here. Okay. I'm a little bit concerned about Bam this year, as I've said multiple times, but I think at this spot, he's fine. Maga Porter Jr. goes next. The unvaccinated guys, I'm starting to worry about you know, changes in laws and what's going to happen a bit with these guys. I'm a little bit worried. Um, Julius Randle, next off the board at the third pick, follow, third pick in round three, followed by Rudy Gobert, which I think is a pretty good spot for Gobert there as well. And when I set this league up, as you should do every time you play on ESPN, is for some absolutely ridiculous reason, they have a limit on how many centers you can draft. They have it at four which is just not... It's much the same nonsense as having two centers in Yahoo leagues as a minimum. You have a maximum of four on ESPN. So these two sides go the opposite way. We love centers so much on Yahoo. You've got to have two of them. And ESPN goes, nah, too many centers. You can't have too many centers. There's absolutely no reason for those restrictions on those positions um, different to every other position. It's just nonsense. Anyway, um, go bear. Shea, and then DeJounte Murray. And Jacob says he drafted Maga Porter forgetting that he had Jokic. It, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter drafting those two together. Like, unless you're just going to then go for Will Barton, and then you're going to draft PJ Dozier, and then, you, then you're going to draft Aaron Gordon. Like, you're not drafting the whole team. It doesn't matter to have those two guys together. Clint Capella goes, then Russell Westbrook goes at pick number 32. And I think for Westbrook in that area, that's probably, well, I think that's almost exactly where I have him projected. Um, I wonder where Kyrie is going to end up uh, going. Uh, it, uh, as you can see in the chat, Issa trying to be a smart ass. Hey, Derek White was solid. Yeah, he's the best player on the Spurs. Should I Should I do it? I should do it, shouldn't I? Oh, fuck off. Hey, fuck off. All right. Um, Team Ace on the clock at pick 33. DeAndre Ayton going there. Um, I think that's probably a little bit high for Ayton. In fact, I think it's a lot high. He was ranked 67th in ESPN's points league scoring last season. For Ayton to go ahead of Levine is pretty ridiculous. I think even Booker going that high is... Well, I think it's too high for him as well. I wouldn't be doing that. Let's just do a quick update over on my... Um, on my draft tracker so I can see exactly sort of who's around and who's getting picked and who isn't. Jalen Brown goes. A lot of people saying, oh man, do I just avoid Jalen Brown in drafts now because he has uh, tested positive for COVID? No, it's not impacting what I'm doing with him in drafts. He is vaccinated. He's not going to miss multiple weeks. Hopefully it's not anything that's a severe illness. I don't, I don't believe anything has, um, he hasn't, he isn't suffering severe symptoms. So this doesn't change my impact or, or where I'm drafting him. Chris Middleton goes at the first pick of round four, pick 37. And then Ingram goes at 38. I think the guys, the best available guys, you're looking at Porzingis, Wood, Mar uh, Murrant, <laughs> Ja Morant, CJ McCollum, uh, Anthony Edwards in that area as well. They're probably the best guys there. Ja Morant just goes. I think that's a really, really good pick from uh, Curry on my Haywood son, which is one of the most overused fantasy names of all time. Sorry to call you out. Um, 
Ja Morant, yeah. I like that pick of Ja Morant there, though, at number 39. That works a lot for me, anyway. See Ben Simmons and Kyrie just getting really close to the top of the board here. I'm not drafting Kyrie at all. Um, Simmons, maybe outside the top 80. But I'm not having any confidence with it, really, yeah, whatsoever. I don't see how you can have any confidence in where or whatever the hell he is going to end up doing. It's pretty frustrating. Drew Holiday goes next. I pick 40. It's all right. There are plenty of other guys I would have ahead of him. I like the fact that um, the jar went there. That that was good. Christian Wood, that's a really good pick there also. Team Vale is on the, the clock. We are six picks away from Myra. Number, pick number 41 here. I think you have to be you know, considering Chris Paul in this area. You've got to be looking at um, Anthony Edwards if he's still there. Is he still available or did he go? I think Edwards is still available. Yeah, Chris Paul goes at that pick there, number uh, 42. Team Issa, let's see if he just screws around and does a shit pick again. Now, Toby Harris, that's a solid pick from him. Maybe he wasn't screwing. Maybe he actually thought Derek White was a good pick in the second round. I don't know where you would get that information from. Um, Yusuf Nurkic. I like Nurk. It might be somewhat early with some of the other players on the board, but I think he could have waited around. But I, I don't. I think he's, there's a chance that he gets to this zone. I probably wouldn't pick him there necessarily but it's not a bad pick I'm going to just update what we're doing here so I can have a look at who is available for me I'm probably going to be targeting CJ McCollum with my picks I'm just going to throw him into my queue uh, after Nurkic was DeMar DeRozan Kevin Porter and Goose Anthony Edwards and it is my pick now so at the top of my board is CJ McCollum so we're going to take him and then, hmm, I think it's probably, that was at pick 48. I think it is probably time for me to get Chris Stapps, who's all the way down at 73. Let's take him now. I need a power forward. All right, let's take Chris Stapps Porzingis. So CJ McCollum and Chris Stapps Porzingis with my picks there at 48 and 49. I'm just going to, again, update the uh, draft board or, or my draft tracker and see how it all looks. So my team, Harden, Butler, Adebayo, McCullum, and Porzingis. So uh, I think that all of my guys can be top 40 per game players. I think that four of them can be top 30 per game players. That's including Porzingis, but obviously there is risks associated with that. After Porzingis goes the Jedi, Ojananobi. But what about Scarves? OG. Stop, OG. Uh, You better stop, OG. This is about the right area for him. He averaged 33 ESPN points last year. I think he can push it to 37 this year. On top of my board, we're sitting with Siakam, but injury, of course. Uh, Russell, uh, D'Angelo Russell, Jaron Jackson, Lonzo Ball, Rob Williams, um, Karis LeVert. So a few injured options there. Gordon Haywood, Rashawn Holmes. Man, apparently... um, Luke Walton wants to play Holmes and Tristan Thompson, Alex Lynn together. Not all three, but two of those guys together in a preseason game. Oh, seriously. Jesus Christ. Um, Lonzo Ball at pick 51. I actually think that's pretty pretty solid for Lonzo. I, I like that one quite a bit. And then Siakam goes. So I think it's sort of, in terms of per game value, it is right for Siakam, but I wouldn't want to take him missing you know, maybe 20 games until like pick 70. So it's probably a little bit early for me to see Pascal Siakam go at this spot. D'Angelo Russell, I think, yeah, he's at the top of this queue of available. Or he's in this. He's at the top of my queue for available players. I'm going to throw him into my queue. 
Rob Williams going there. Yep, absolutely fine. There is somewhat of a worry for him in points leagues that maybe he just isn't that effective. And I think that's legitimate, but it does look like he is going to start. And look at that Simmons and Irving just sitting there at the top. If anyone gets auto-drafted, you're in real trouble getting them. Montrez Harrell, that's... What can I say? That's insane. Why are we taking... Is this just taking the piss again? At 54, that's insane to take Harrell. It's craziness, I think. I know that he's ranked 50th on ESPN, which again makes no sense. But this dude was the 120th ranked player on ESPN last year. And there goes Kyrie Irving. That's probably... I don't think... I, I said outside the top 50, you want it, you can take that risk on him. Given what's you know, transpired the last 12 hours or so with you know, the, the comments from Steve Nash, and it just appears like he's not getting vaccinated... I don't even think I'm drafting him, to be honest. Colin Sexton goes before Kyrie, and then Draymond Green goes in this area. Draymond Green, not a great points league guy, but it's not a bad spot. I think it was probably a little bit too early for Sexton as well. Although Sexton did average 35 ESPN points last season. I like that pick of D'Angelo Russell. That makes a lot of sense in that area. And then we are going through here to, what pick is it? Number 59. I like that Russell pick. I think there's some value in him. I think he's. I think he can be top 50 on a per-game basis. Jaron Jackson, probably the name that's standing out to me that's available. He's way down the draft queue, so I'm just going to throw him onto my queue. Rashawn Holmes, pretty solid pick in that area. He was 64th last year. We're picking a pick 59, so that, that's, yeah, that works for me. There's a risk, of course, that Walton is going to do some dumb, dumb shit, but I don't know. We'll see how that uh, plays out. So Simmons sitting at the top of the queue. I actually would feel almost more comfortable drafting Simmons than I would Kyrie. Kyrie is going to miss a ton of games early. Like there's three, or four weeks, I think, before Christmas that the Nets play all home games. So he's going to have to sit four complete weeks out of the first nine of the season. Cade Cunningham goes at pick 60. I haven't seen Cade in preseason. Obviously, he's dealing with this ankle problem. I, th- I think that's too early for Cade. In the 70s, I would consider it. I think that's too early for him there. And now Team Cute looking to go back-to-back at pick number 61, Malcolm Brogo Brogdon. Put up a good uh, put up a good line the other day. Um, again, there's just a lot of uncertainty with how Rick Carlisle is going to use things. I think he's pretty okay, especially with Levert and Warren dealing with uh, injuries. Uh, Terry Rogier goes next at 62. 63 is uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Jonas Vasilinovasas. And then Karis Levert goes, which could end up being a really, really strong pick for Levert at that spot if, of course, the fractured back doesn't cost him time. I don't know if he's going to be ready for the start of the season. He might be. They think it won't cost him much time, but it's obviously something to really panic. It is, it's not ideal. Not to panic, but it's not an ideal scenario, quite obviously. Um, so there goes Ben Simmons at pick 65. I don't mind it. I would have liked to have gotten him, say, round seven, but I don't mind that one. Um Six picks away from mine, Team Vale. Team Vale taking it very seriously. Really just focusing in on his picks here. That's fine. I love that you take it seriously. Better than uh, drafting Derek White in round two. Issa, I'm not going to let you forget it, mate. Um, All right. So we're just waiting on this next pick. So I'm still a few picks. I've got doubles coming up here at the end of round seven, 72, 73. 
Team Vale really just winding it down there. J Jeremy Grant, and then he wasted on Jeremy Grant. Okay, fine. Grant was 65th last season. I do think he takes a step back this year. But yeah, I, I wouldn't have picked him there for sure. Jalen Suggs, all right, so this guy's just lost his mind. All right, so we can just... Occasionally, you'll be in a draft with someone who just does the dumbest shit in, in the world. And I think we're... I think we're there at the moment. Tyrus Halliburton, that's a really solid pick. I like that. Gordon Haywood should be someone you, I'm taking a look at coming up soon as well. We have three picks away from me. Darius Garland goes. So I'm just going to, again, update my draft tracker so I can see who is available. We're two picks away now from me. Um, after Darius was Jaron Jackson. Ah, that's who I wanted. And then Kyle Lowry. So good picks for both, uh, both those guys there. So I'm just waiting for for what I'm going to do. <clears throat> All right, so I think Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie is one of the guys that I'm going to take with my pick. Um, Kyle Lowry went, didn't he? This is John Collins, Isaiah Stewart territory. I might take the old Baptist here, I think. Yep. All right. Spencer Dinwiddie and John Collins for me at 72 and 73. Surprised to see Collins fall down this far. He often gets drafted way earlier than that, but this is the right spot on, on ESPN for him. Actually, ESPN's got him ranked at 72, so they've got him pretty yeah, nailed spot on as to where he should be. And I like that Din Dinwiddie pick for me. I think he can be a top 70, top 65 guy maybe this year. He might even get top 60. And again, this is the right spot as well for Miles Turner. So, these are the right areas to draft these guys. I think with Dinwiddie and Collins and Miles Turner there, and then even Lowry and Jaron Jackson. So a really strong run of picks throughout that section of the draft, which is pretty uh, pretty good. At, at the current, well, let's have a look at how my current projected standings look. I'll just update everything again. You're going to be shocked to know that Issa is on the bottom of my projected standings. Of course, my projected standings based on my projections. Why? That's... Of course, that's how it is. So, you know, it's always going to favor my teams in general. But, I mean, that's yeah, the way that I'm looking at it. After Miles Turner, it goes Jared Allen at number 75. Then Andy Wiggins and then Isaiah Stewart. I like that Stewart pick. I like the Wiggins pick. I would have taken Stewart before Allen. And then Dylan Brooks. So, team is just... I've, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. He's just lost his mind, maybe. Just got very, very different views on players. Is he trying to do it for a reaction from me? The reaction just goes, I just think you you don't know what you're doing, but that's fine. He could be right. Maybe Derek White is a top 20 player and Dylan Brooks is a top 80 player. Maybe. You know, the projected standings have... Um, where it's got Sugar, Gomez, Morganston, and me all within one point. Or, and Team Wu all within one point in that top six uh, zone. Then Curry on my uh, Haywood son. Then Bowles, Dong, Vale, Ace, Cute, and Issa. Vale just, again, really, really winding that down. John Isaac for him there. That's too early for Isaac with his minutes limits, unvaccinated status, back-to-backs, and maybe not ready for the start of the season. I'm just not taking that risk on him there. RJ Barrett goes. He's not quite as good in an ESPN points league as a Yahoo points league. That might be a little bit early. And then Jalen Green goes at pick 81. Gordon Haywood at 82. I like that Haywood one a lot. Kemba Walker must be... Um, people must be looking at Kemba soon. Now, Kemba... Not Kemba. Um, yes, Kemba, sorry. Must be looking at Kemba soon. I don't know what they're going to do. 
how Tibbs is going to run Kemba and Rose and quickly. Kemba hasn't looked particularly good in the preseason. I do think he'll be better than that. But there is a chance at age 31, 32, whatever Kemba is at. What is his age? He's 32. Uh, is he? Well, 31. Anyway, I can't say it at the moment. Um, that maybe he's just done. That is possible. Maybe he's just bad now. I don't think that's the case, but it is possible. After Gordon Haywood goes, Mikhail Bridges. Now, Bridges in a Yahoo points league is pretty bad. He's a little bit better in an ESPN points league. So this is not outrageously poor to pick him. I think it's actually not bad. And I think Jakob Pertl makes quite a bit of sense um, in this area. I, I do like him. I'm just going to do a bit of an update on my draft tracker just to see you know, who's around, who isn't. So before we talk about the top of the uh, the top of the draft board. So Jakob Pertl going there, I think he's pretty solid. Um, Thad Young. Team cute. I I have no faith in Young at all. I don't think he's playing a big role in San Antonio. I don't know. I don't think he's actually staying in San Antonio. And whatever team he goes to, he'll have a low role. That's just, it's too early for me for Thad at eighty five or whatever it is. Keldon Johnson at eighty six. I, I I don't mind Keldon in a points league format. Probably better in Yahoo than ESPN points leagues. I wouldn't have gone that high for him. And then Kemba Walker goes at eighty seven, which I do like for Kemba there. Probably a little early on Keldon, and definitely a little bit early for me. Um, for Thad. At the top of my board, I've got Bogdan Bogdanovic, Marcus Smart, um, Jordan Poole's even there. Bogdan Bogdanovic is up the top there. Norman Powell goes at 88. So I'm seven picks away from my pick. What am I going to do? Mike Conley is definitely going to go into my queue. Um, Marcus Smart is going to go into my queue. Well, Buddy Heel just goes there. Someone says my team has AARP card. I don't know what AARP means. I think it means that they're old, I think. I don't know. Or injured. I don't know what AARP is. I'm going to look it up because I'm going to you know, take this. What is it? People over the age of 50. Huh? My team's not old. I've got Harden and Butler, and then I've got Bam, Puzingis, Dinwiddie, Collins, McCullum. My team any older than anyone else's? I've got an average age of 28. Is it the oldest team in this draft? Yes. So there you go. Maybe that's fair enough. <laughs> All right. Buddy Heald goes next. Team Vale. Just focusing in, really getting the energy going. Oh, Bogdanovich, I'm going to put him in my Q2. So Chris Boucher goes. Too early for me. Going to miss time. Don't know what his role is going to be. Probably behind Barnes and now Achua. And Birch and Siakam, when he comes back, I don't know. I don't think that Boucher can replicate what he did last season. Team Issa, who's he going to pick here? Taco Fall, maybe? Uh, t- Hassan Whiteside. Well, I'll tell you who's the worst, and it's not Hassan Whiteside. And there goes Bogdan Bogdanovich. There goes Clay Thompson. No way am I taking Clay Thompson. It's way too early. And by too early, I mean inside the top 150 is too early for Clay Thompson. Not drafting him. We are a couple of picks away from one. I'm just going to, again, update my um, draft tracker. Um, Bowls on the clock. Morganston's dropped out. Airspin's just a disaster, man. This whole thing's a freaking disaster. Um, Marcus Smart. Ah, damn it. That's who I wanted. And then my man Bogdan Bogdanovich is gone as well. So what am I going to do? Maybe I take Conley, but that is that is a lot of risk with Conley in terms of just, again, I do have some other guys who are risky and... Yeah, Conley at 97, it makes a little bit of sense. But it's not perfect. If I could go someone else who's similar on a per-game basis, but I feel more comfortable with them, I might go with Alex. Or have to, PJ Washington Jr. goes. 
do I just go, do I take some younger options here and go with Nikhil Alexander-Walker? Let's do him. And then, yeah, there is Mike Conley. Hmm. Mike Conley averaged almost 35 ESPN points last year. There is that injury risk there. And I do have some other guys who can miss some time, for sure. Um, Maybe we just go with Gaff. All right, let's take Daniel Gafford there. Someone just um, asked me what are my thoughts on Nikhil Alexander-Walker in a points leagues. We're literally in a points league and I just drafted Nikhil Alexander-Walker in a points league. So I guess you can see how I value him in a points league in this 85 to 90 type area. So yeah, if I hadn't have taken a few guys that could miss like Butler and Porzingis, I probably would have gone with Conley there in that spot, but give myself a little bit more, um, I don't know if stability is the right term because Gafford might be unstable too. And, and Jordan Poole was another name that I was looking at in that area. So I'm going to throw uh, Jordy Poole into my queue because I do want to get him, if I can get him back around in 20 picks time. I don't think I will. But that is an option for me. Miles Bridges, I like that pick there at pick 98. That, that's really solid. He is going to start. He might be a little bit muted when Haywood plays, but he's going to start and be... Curry on my Haywood Suns team is projecting well on a per-game basis, but I'm just going to look as to why that is. What's going on? No, he's just got a really good-looking team. But he's got Davis, Embiid, Haywood, Kemba. It's too many... Probably too many injury risks, I would say there. It's going to project out nicely, but too many injury risks. Uh, Miles Bridges... I said that already at 98. 99 is Wendell Carter Jr. Eh, it's not bad. It's probably a little early for Wendell, but it's not bad. And then Conley ends up going, which I think is pretty fine uh, for Gomez to get him there. Let's have a look at Gomez's team, whether it makes sense. He's got Garland, DeRozan, LeBron, Yanni, Gobert, Wiggins, Siakam, Thompson, and Conley. So yeah, now I wouldn't do that. Like your last three picks are Siakam, Thompson, and Conley. That's pretty rough going, I think. Um, with yeah, Thompson's not going to play for three months. Siakam's not going to play for a month to two months, probably probably a month more likely. And then Conley's going to miss some time um, being managed during the season would be my guess. The pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. Um, Barnesy goes at 102. Covington goes... 101 for Barnesy. Covington goes at 102. Is that okay for Covington in this format? I don't think it is. Yeah, he was 100. Oh, no, he was 109th last season. So that's not, not outrageous. There are other guys I'll be having ahead of him. Like I think Al Horford and Evan Fournier need to be looked at really soon. Tyrese Maxey does as well. Um, Scotty Barnes goes too early. Way too early for Scotty Barnes. Um, Sadiq Bay goes next to the depressed penis at 104. Probably a little early for him as well. Jordan Poole is the one that I want with my pick, but we are miles away from that. But he's ranked 266th on ESPN Pooley. Tyrese Maxey, Evan Mobley, Evan Fournier. These are all guys that I'm going to throw into my queue. Reggie Jackson. 107. I don't know why I said 107, because he was at 105. Um, Evan Fournier, yeah, good pick there. 
Scotty Barnes has put up some good numbers, for sure. He's averaging a lot of assists. The, the offense and shooting isn't there, but teams are going to focus in on him more when the regular season comes. Siakam and Boucher are going to come back, and it's going to have some impact on him. Um, and it's also just too early. Like, if you want to get him in round 11 or round 12, sure. All right. no, round 12, no problem. I just think at 100, it's too early. Like, is he realistically being better than that? Probably not. As I have a coffee. Top of this queue looks pretty rough. Zubats, Schroeder. Eric Bledsoe goes there at pick 107, which I'm not totally against. I think he can be okay there. I think Mason Plumley is a guy I need to throw into my queue. Not Marshall Plumley. God, no. Let's throw Mason Plumley in there. Um, Al Horford needs to be there but again that's there is risks with him getting hurt and his age but I think he's still going to be pretty good so we'll just throw him into the queue as well Kelly Olenek Tyler Hero these are other names that I'm looking at there Tyler Hero let's put him in there um, Olenek put him in the queue we had after uh, Eric Bledsoe it was uh, Jordan Clarkson J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N I don't know. I don't, I don't, not particularly high on Jordan Clarkson this season, to be honest. So Clarkson, where did I have him here? A bit further down, like in the, more of an eleventh round player. Devonte Graham. I don't know. He looks so bad, hasn't he? In preseason, maybe they keep starting him. But so someone was discussing, hey, they just signed him. They brought him in, so they're going to start him. He's on eleven million a year. That is not like we think you're a really good point guard type money. That's like, you're fine, but if we have to bench you because you're not playing well, then by all means. That's how I view it. Maybe they do want to start him, but he hasn't looked good at all, and they're not paying him to be an absolute star. Evan Mobley with the second second pick there of round 10. That's fine. Kalinic going well. Good spot there for Alinic, I think. I'm going to bring in... Um, Bring in the import the picks pretty soon as well. Over onto my draft tracker to see where we sit. Like I don't like having Schroeder at the top of this queue here. Divincenzo, that's rough. Ingles, not dealing with that. Tice, I don't see the point in it. Kuzma, wouldn't say he's looked particularly good in preseason either. And through every other season of his career. Team Ace. Let's try and predict what sort of stupid shit Issa's going to do with his pick. Let's scroll down. Who's he going to pick? Probably Derek Rose, I'm guessing. Maybe Otto Porter. Maybe Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, Steve Adams goes at 112. He's looked really good in preseason. I'm not 100% sure I'm buying it, but he has looked good. I would have probably liked to wait another round. Andre Drummond. What are we doing? Did Now, does Team Wu think that he's just doing a great thing by getting a handcuff to Embiid? Did he have Embiid? No. So he's just deciding we're going to take him, um, him on his own merits. Tyler Hero, that's a really good pick at 114. I like that. Let's see. What's Team Issa going to do? Some stupid shit, no doubt. Bold bowl. You think you're pretty funny, huh? It's real funny. Real funny. Everyone just thinks you're a dickhead. Sorry, mate. Hope you're watching this back. Oh, Josh, I was just having fun. Uh, all right. It just means I just never, never help you with anything. If you're going to screw around with things like this, Kyle Anderson, I don't like that at all. 
Uh, I just think he's moving to the bench and maybe getting traded, to be honest. Dennis Schroeder goes there at 118. We're three picks away from mine. I just, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I would be definitely taking Al Horford over Dennis Schroeder. Tim Hardaway goes. Whew, that's interesting. Um, I don't mind that for Hardaway. I like that. Jordan Poole, interesting, still around. I'm going to take him. And do I take Horford with it? I got Plumley and Giddy as other options. Who was that? Kyle Kuzma. Oh, so phew, yuck. Well, that's good for me. So let's just go with uh, Jordan Poole at pick 120. And huh, all right. So we're at the next one. I is it Horford? Probably is. All right. Let's just take Al Horford here. Then maybe can I get Plumley and Giddy on the way back around? Maybe. All right. Let's update things now that I've made that pick. What do you guys think of Horford in that spot? He was really good last year. He's not going to sit back-to-backs. He might get hurt. And it is you know, another older player. But at this stage in round 12, or sorry, round 11, um, I'll take him. Yeah, there goes Mason Plumley to Team Morganson. Good pick from you. Really good pick there to take Plumley. Ha. Michael says he had pool coming up next. That's unlucky for you, mate. Un- unlucky. He's been bumped Killian Hayes to 110. I, I like getting Hayes with the last pick. I don't know why I'm doing it at 110. So Michael's now scrambling because he's lost that option. Alperin Shengun. That's too early. Too early. I love Shengun. You know I love Shengun. He's not going to start. They might prioritize KJ Martin over him initially. He might play 16 minutes a night for three months. It's just, it's too early, man. I like him. Mitchell Robinson, eh, there are other guys around who I would rather take, but I don't mind that. Like Tyrese Maxey, Desmond Bain, these guys are still there. I'm going to throw them into my queue. Josh Giddy is a guy that I would have. Ah, oh, Maxey's just gone. Oh, there you go. And Kawhi Leonard. I said, all right, of course. Guess what? It was your mate, Team Issa. Um, Will Barton. I know he's injured, but let's throw him in the queue. Let's go with Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. Can't get it right some days. Some days I get the voice okay. Let's throw, Where is Bain? Let's throw him in the queue. Giddy and Bain are in my queue at the moment. Mo Bumba. Yeah, he's going to go in the queue. Um, the wave pool, De'Anthony Melton. I don't think Melton's going to start, but it looks like his role could be interesting. If it's a Zubats goes. I'm not... That's all right. I'm not really loving it. There are plenty of other guys available on the board that I would still be taking. Like for... Like LaMarcus Aldridge is an option too, but yeah, maybe that's a little bit old. Look at these rankings. Giddy, 488th, ESPN. Piss off. Desmond Bain, 333. You got no idea. Mo Bamba, 241. Guys, what the hell are we doing? These things don't make any sense. Like, Bumba last year was 210th, and ESPN's gone, you know what? He's probably going to be much, much worse now that Vooch has gone for a whole season. He'll be worse. <sighs> All right, Aaron Gordon goes next, and then Malik Beasley after that, and then Boyan Bogdanovich, who's dealing with a sore shoulder, but he should be right to go. Now, I'm not as big on Boyan as in a, say, a category league, but it's totally fine there. Brook Lopez, I think that's, that's fine as well in this area. Um... I'm really... I don't think Giddy's going to last. Maybe he does. I hope he does. Team Cute looking to round out round 11. 
Then we've got three picks left after that. Um, winding it down here, Team Cute is really thinking, he's get, getting everything flowing, the ideas into his brain. Is he going to end up with Dante DiVincenzo? That would be a disaster. DiVincenzo might not be back till Christmas, unfortunately. Joe Harris, just a horrendous points league player usually. Um, I got no interest in drafting Joe Harris. He was actually, maybe I'm being harsh. He was 121st last year. Maybe I'm being harsh on him. Apologies. All right, what's Team Cute doing now? Who else have I got at the top of my queue here? Let's throw Melton in here. You know that I love D'Anthony Melton. Farton, Will Barton. Ah, oh, Desmond Bain. Ah, oh, look, you guys screwed me. Josh Giddy, Desmond Bain, Will Barton. Oh, there goes DiVincenzo. That's unlucky for you, teammates. Kelly Oubre, I don't like that pick either. But man, my cue just got absolutely oh, rooted. Um, that is rough. So let's... Oh, we need to really reassess now. Still got Bumba there, who's probably who I will take. But holy shit, that's bad. Monty Morris, too early. Man, do I take Bones Highland? He looks good. I'm probably not, I'm not going to draft him. But man, he looks good. Another guy to take a look at is... Um, with a last pick is Precious Achua. I reckon he. I don't think he's a great player. I reckon he might be their starting center though. Ah, there goes Bumba. Damn it. One, two, three, four, five. Terence Mann goes in between there. So Monty Morris, Terence Mann, and Mo Bumba. Probably the only pick of his team Issa that's made sense. Right, we're getting close to my pick, so let's just update the um, draft tracker. Joe Ingles. It's totally okay. I don't even think that it's fine. It's just okay. Then bowls, and then it's coming up to me. So Maxi, Giddy, Plumley, Barton, Bain. These are all the guys that are at the top of my queue. So maybe I'm taking Melton. Maybe I'm taking DeAndre Hunter. In fact, I probably am taking DeAndre Hunter. Let's just throw him. I end up with Hunter in a lot of drafts because he is sliding a lot, man. So I've got Hunter, Achua, and Melton. If I could end up with those three as my last three picks, I'd be pretty happy but I'm not sure that I will. So if I can get Hunter and say Melton here, Tate is another option. Jay Sean, the wild thing. Killian Hayes goes. And then Darius Baisley goes. Not really that interested there. Let's... All right, let's go with DeAndre Hunter. With my first pick. Hmm. What about... Let's... Let's just do D'Anthony Melton. I don't love that, but I'll do it there in round 13. And then hopefully I can get Precious with my last pick. All right, it's going to update my team now. Damn, you snagged Baisley. Awesome. Why would, you any, why would anyone want Baisley? I, I don't... He's not very good, is he? Someone's asking, why would I take D'Anthony Melton? A, he's good. Um, B, I think his role is going to be higher than last year. And I just think there's upside in taking him in round 13. Cam Reddish. He's had some some okay games in the preseason. I think his last one was a stinker, but he had some big games before that. I just don't know this is enough minutes. Just think about their rotation. Bogdanovich and Hunter will start. And then Reddish, Herder, Dillon Wright, Lou Williams. How's, how do you get enough minutes for him to have that sort of impact? 
Alexei Pokyashevsky goes next, which is pretty good. I think that's a good flyer as well. Serge Ibaka, I don't know how much upside there is in Ibaka. I think his back is still sore. It's still killing him. Um, that, that's a worry. I like that pick of the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate there going to um, Sugar. And here we go. Let's go for the dumbest pick we can find. Ah, oh, Team Issa going with Daniel Tice. That's actually not a bad pick. His whole draft strategy is wild. Tice is not bad. Oh, TJ Warren went. Oh, did he? No, TJ Warren is still there. Sorry, my mistake. Um, we're getting towards the end of this draft. Marvin Bagley. I, I don't like Bagley, quite obviously, as a player. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with him. Um, I don't mind a flyer on him there, though. I, I, I probably wouldn't do it personally, but I don't mind it. Like, you know, I, I would take a, you know, a chunk of, say, a... Um, a Jay Sean Tate. Oh no, he's just, he's gone, hasn't he? Um, got a you know, Lou Dort, Lamarcus Aldridge. Oh, Lou Dort just went. So sorry, we went Bagley, Brandon Clark, Isaiah Roby, Gary Trent, Lou Dort. Um, I am going to throw Aldridge into my queue because Precious might go. So we'll throw Aldridge in there. Um, Derek Rose, mm. Rui Hachimura. Hopefully he's back. Larry Nance is another one that I'm looking at. So throw him into the queue. It's not the highest upside pick. Aldridge, even though he's a million years old, there is some upside with getting him with pick 150, or actually for me, 168, the last pick. There's upside in him there. So that is value. And same with the Precious or or Nance, if they do happen to fall that far. Team Cute just making sure that we wind his clock all the way back down as we head into the final round. Isaiah Roby went as well, which I think is a pretty solid pick. I, I do think he's going to be the starting center for the uh, Thunder. Lowry Mark... Oh, sorry, uh, TJ McConnell, then Lowry Markinen. Um, absolutely fine. Both those picks. I like them both. Patrick Williams. I think Patrick Williams is going to be ready basically the start of the season. So I don't think we need to be too concerned. Uh, too concerned about that. So he'll be there. Josh the Hitman Hart. I'm not interested really in him at all. Um, it doesn't appear like they are super into Hart at the moment. They've yeah, got Marshall and Alexander Walker and Graham and Murphy who seem to be being prioritized a little bit over Hart. It's not a bad pick at this point, but I just think, you know, even like a Marcus Morris is someone I'd look at, a Hachimura. I'm just going to throw these guys into my queue. Um, No one drafting TJ Warren yet and Tom Bryant. Team Ace. Looking to make his final pick. So a couple of guys have dropped out here. Team Ace has disappeared. So I wonder what terrible pick he ends up with now. So my team, yeah, I'm okay with how it looks. So if you know, I was using standard ESPN systems, I wouldn't be able to draft a center with this last pick because I've got Gafford, Horford, Bam, and Porzingis, who are all listed as center players, which again is just nonsense. Um, Josh Hart, then Victor Oladipo. I wouldn't be drafting Oladipo. TJ Warren, I don't think I'll draft Warren, but at this spot, I actually think it's all right. Um, it's not a bad spot to get Warren. You know, if he does, if he is ready, which we just have no idea. But this guy broke his foot in January last year, and he's still not back. It's a long bloody time. Um, Terrence Ross, that's I think that's a really solid option as well. They might just pump some shots into him early on as well for the season. So we'll see how that goes. Um, is Team Issa back? Is he on auto draft or is he back back in business? Jaden McDaniel's another option for me. I probably should just throw him into my queue because I don't. Jaden, not Jalen. Ah, oh, Jaden's ranked 657th. For those of you who think ESPN rankings are pretty good, 657th. Do they just forget about him? How can you justify? I don't know that we can have differences of opinion, and people do all the time. But you cannot 
under any circumstance justify that. There is absolutely zero. There are not 650 players in the NBA. That is unjustifiable. It shows, and if you are watching this and you're at ESPN, fine, message me, email me, whatever, that you do not care about what you're doing. That's what it shows. It shows you do not care. Um, Thomas Bryant, Markel Fultz, Rui Hachimura. Obviously, you have Bryant and Fultz are going to be out to begin the year, but it's okay. You can you can stash them there. Rui Hachimura thinks a really good pick in this zone as well. I might just take Precious just for the fact of saying, hey, look, you can take Precious here in this area. Or do I just go to 657th ranked Jaden McDaniels? McDaniels, I've got projected higher than Precious. I've actually got Ulrich projected higher than Precious as well. But more just for the ups, or there's a pick of Larry Nance, which is good. More just for me to say, well, there goes Aldridge. I don't have that option. Just say, I'm just interested slightly to see if they start Precious. So let's take a flyer on him, especially early on while everyone's out and we're gone. Should I share this on Facebook? Absolutely not. All right, so my team is Dinwiddie, Harden, Butler, Porzingis, Bam Adebayo, CJ McCollum, John Collins, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Dan Gafford, Jordan Poole, Al Horford, and DeAndre Hunter. That is um, that is my team. Um, yeah, um, I'm pretty happy with how that panned out. I'm just going to import the results of this over on Basketball Monster, and I'm going to have a look at how the projected standings worked out um, and see exactly how my team played out. But again, it's based on my projections. I was happy with how my picks turned out. I'm going to be projected in the top couple there, I'm pretty sure. So if I just go and have a look at the projected standings. All right, so projected standings, of course, it does have me on top. Well, let's yeah, let's flick it over back to my face on the screen so you can enjoy my beautiful uh, looks. Um, it has me projected um, number one, then Sugar, then Carry On, my Haywood son, Team Gomez, Team Dong, Team Wu, Team Morganstern, Team Nurkic Circus, which I don't know who that is because they didn't have that name in the draft room, Team Ace, uh, John Vale, Team Cute, and then last but not least, or abs- actually last but absolutely 100% least, is Team Issa, who is projected like well, well below everybody else because again, I just didn't, in their team, I didn't love what they did. Now, in the end, people were criticizing my team for being old. The oldest team was actually Team Gomez with an average age of 29. Mine was 26. The youngest projected team was Team Nurkic Circus, who had um, an average age of 23, which is hyper, hyper young. Guys, that'll do it for today's mock draft. ESPN system is a disaster. I hope you guys got something out of that. If you are playing on ESPN, you can see how the valuations or how I'm viewing these players or how others are viewing these players. I hope it gave you something. Um, Don't forget, follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.